Sales Closer Society Podcast, the place to be for all the sales. Today's episode question is, are you missing your monthly sales quota? If this sounds familiar, it may be time to self-reflect on what's not working. Hello, my name is Ralph Beltran. I'm your host of Sales Closer Society's podcast. And in today's episode, I will be talking about the seven biggest follow-up mistakes made by sales professionals. Here on our podcast, you will learn all of the skills, knowledge, and strategies needed to become a master in the art of sales. I will be hosting today's episode solo, and it will consist of a discussion on the seven biggest follow-up mistakes that are made by sales professionals. You may want to listen to the end as I will be sharing my secret strategies used for many years to overcome these seven biggest follow-up mistakes. Let's get started here. So we're talking about the seven biggest follow-up mistakes made by sales professionals. And this is in many different industries. So we're going to start off by talking about the biggest mistake number one. And this would be not making the follow-up call. The number one mistake in sales is never making the follow-up call, never picking up the phone and making that call, making that dial. There's a lot of things that come through the mind before you pick up the phone and making that dial. I'm going to organize my jobs really fast. Let me follow up on a couple emails really quick. Let me update my CRM. Yes, let me update my CRM. You will do that before you make the call. I want to talk here about some stats that you could find on Google in regards to follow-up calls. The stats show that 48% of sale people never make the call. Let me repeat that again. 48% of salespeople never pick up the phone and make the call. That's crazy. That's about half of the sales professionals out in the world. So all you have to do is pick up the phone and make that dial. And you're going to be ahead of 48% of the sales professionals out in the world that never pick up the phone and make that call. If you could see the numbers here and the opportunity If half of the sales professionals are not picking up that phone and you could pick up that phone and get comfortable with it, there's so many opportunities out there for you. But in previous trainings, we talked about making the cold call and it all starts off the mindset. Remember, let me repeat that again. It all starts off with the mindset. You must prepare yourself to make this call. Making cold calls, making follow-up calls are not easy. It all starts off with the mindset. You must prepare yourself for the no's and the hang-ups. Yes, they will be hang-ups. Prepare yourself for the no's. There will be yeses. They are, your customers are out there that need your product or service. You just got to get past the no's to find the yeses. So number one was not making the call. Number two would be not making enough calls. The second most common mistake is frequency, not making enough follow-up calls. Here's another stat that you could do some research on in Google. And the stat shows that it takes anywhere from five to eight follow-up calls 
to even reach a prospect for the very first time. This is for the very first time. We're not talking products or services. We're not talking elevator pitch. We're not talking about your three-second pitch or anything like that yet. We're just talking even contacting and reaching them on the phone. Minimum eight times. Let me share some astonishing facts with you. Data that was out there. 80% of sales are made on the 8th to 12th contact. 80%. That's huge. 80% of deals are closed after the 12th contact. So you reach them roughly around the 8th call. You start scheduling either a virtual presentation, in-person presentation. You present your product or service, features and benefits, how it's going to help them out and benefit them most of all. And then you close that deal on the 12th contact. Making multiple call attempts is a must in order to close business here, right? If we're talking 8, 12 calls, that's multiple call attempts to close business. It's just, you got to make that dial. It's a must. Two to three calls will not cut it. Two to three calls will not cut it. And that's the average salesperson making two to three calls. 48% of not even making the first call. So if you can master the art of follow-up, 80% of the business is waiting for you out there. Let me repeat this one more time here. Take note to this here. If you're not taking notes, take note to this here. If you can make 12 calls to customers, every lead you get, every prospect you meet, every person that you Uh, You're trying to network with, build a relationship with, 12 calls, build that rapport, build that relationship, make multiple attempts. If you could do this here, you will stand out from everyone else, the competition, every other sales professional out in the world. If you could become a master on making calls, follow-up calls, cold calling, 80% of the businesses out there waiting for you. So become a master making calls. Let's move on to number three. Not making enough calls on a regular basis. Follow-up calls need to be on a regular basis. Let me explain a little bit further here. One random call every couple of months will not cut it. This is not going to work. Just calling a customer once every three months, every six months, twice a year, it's not going to work on building relationship and rapport with the customer. They're probably not even going to remember you if they if you do reach them three to six months later. They're so busy. With our busy lives that we live, you can't even remember somebody you meet a week ago. Think about three, six, nine months ago. So once again, you got to contact your prospect, your customers, your clients on a regular basis. One of the keys to follow-up success, we're talking about follow-up success here, is consistency. You need to make multiple follow-up calls like we're talking about, and it needs to be frequent. Put it on a calendar on the follow-up calls that you're going to be making with these customers. Now their CRMs were to give you a task list on how to and who to call at a particular date and time. This is something important for you to have in order to keep control of your business. Keep control of your pipeline. Let me repeat that again. This is important to keep control of your pipeline 
and your business. Have a calendar where you're scheduling your follow-up calls and schedule them out in a month in advance. Put them on the calendar so that way you know that you're always making calls. You're always following up on a regular basis. In order for follow-up to be effective, calling, emails, texts, it all must be done on a regular basis. They have to see your name periodically. They got to continue to see your name pop up in the inbox. Continue to see their, your name pop up on their phone, on their texts, to know that you're always there. You just want to make sure that you always let your prospect, customers, clients know that you're always there for them when needed the most. This is when they have questions, concerns, and the only way to be around when needed the most is to be present to be relevant, and that's by staying on communication on a regular basis. The benefit here of continuous follow-up is that you start to build trust and dependability. They start seeing you as someone that's an expert and someone that's always there to hand, like to lend a helping hand, to be there to answer any questions, concerns that they have, that you're never hiding in, away from any questions or concerns. You're always there with open doors. My phone is always available. And that builds trust and dependability. And that's what you want with this continuous follow-up on a regular basis. So once again, calls not on a regular basis. Mistake number four is waiting too long to follow up. Waiting too long to follow up is a major mistake in in follow-up. Major mistake. I'll give them a call tomorrow. I could follow up with them the next day. The speed at which you operate will give you an advantage and leverage over the competition. Or the speed at which you operate, if it's waiting too long, will give you a disadvantage. But I'm being on the positive side here. So you want to use speed to your advantage and to your leverage. Call them immediately. Follow up with your customers immediately. As soon as you need to follow up with them, follow them. Don't wait till tomorrow. Let me repeat that again. Don't wait till tomorrow, especially if it's important. Follow up with them immediately. Use your schedule to your advantage. Make sure that you're prioritizing your follow-up calls from most important to least important. Following up within the first 60 seconds increases chances of sales conversion by 320%. Wow. Let me repeat that again, 320%. That's huge. So following up on a lead or a customer in the first 60 seconds will increase your chances of closing that sale. Pick up the phone and make that dial. It all comes around the phone call, picking up the phone, being a master, making cold calls, just being a master, picking up that phone and making a call whenever, however, not even worrying about it. No fear whatsoever. Speed is certainty. Speed is security. Speed is proactive. It's showing that you're there to help. I'm always here to help. Is there any questions or concerns that I may answer? The main part of follow-up, speed, contacting them in the first 60 seconds, all of this comes down to one thing. If you do not reach them first, someone else will. Let me repeat this one more time. Take note to this one here. This is an important one. If you do not reach them first, someone else will. Remember, 
There's sales professionals out in the world that love to make cold calls, that love to prospect, that love to be on the phone and are going after that 80% of business. Okay, so let's talk about mistake number five. We're talking lack of, of a variety in reasons for the call. Lacking a variety in the reason for the follow-up call is a major mistake. Let's talk a little bit further about this here. You must use a variety of forms of communication. You must follow up via text, email, cell, personal visits, and now virtual or video direct messages. Any one of these is an excellent way of following up. Communication. The one thing with this is you have to find the preference as mentioned in previous trainings, videos. Is you must find out what's your client customer's preference of communication. How do they prefer to be communicated? The best way to find this out is just plain and simply ask them, what's the best way for us to communicate moving forward? Would you like to be text? call, email, what's your preference? Once you find out that preference, stick to that preference of communication. You don't want to veer off from that. That's what they're comfortable. That's where their comfort zone is. They're comfortable communicating via text, via email. Stick to that preference of communication. Always stick to that. Remember, everyone has their comfort zone. Everyone has their preference of communication. The goal here is to find out what is their preference and then use that to your advantage. Communicate where they're comfortable communicating until it's time to close a sale and you want to pick up that phone, make that dial, close that sale. Yeah, close that sale. You need to be creative in finding their communication preference. You got to figure out how do they want to be contacted? How do they want to be uh talk to you? How do they want to be reached? And only this is only by trying these methods out, right? The best way to do this, and I found, is always start off with the reason for the call. The reason for my call, the reason for my text, or the reason for my email. Once again, the reason. The reason for my call is following up on the proposal, following up on the agreement. The reason for my email is I'm following up on the proposal, I'm following up on the agreement. The reason for my text is I'm following up on the email, I'm following up on the agreement, I'm following up on the proposal. So once again, the reason is always a great way to start off. So use a variety of forms of communication and be creative here. You must be creative. You must learn how to follow up. All right, here, let's move forward here. So let's talk about mistake number six. And this would be with no clear purpose in the reason for the call. Another mistake is no clear purpose for the call, the text or personal visit. You need a real purpose and a real reason why you're following up. You cannot just pick up the phone and call them and hope they're going to answer. And if they do answer, you're going to wing it. You're just going to start talking to them and pretty much waste their time. Let me repeat that, waste their time. That's exactly what you don't want to do. No, you don't want to waste no one's time. So be prepared. Have a clear purpose, reason. You must be clear, transparent when stating your purpose. And once again, we're going to go back to the reason. The reason for my call is, right? You want to make sure that your reason has a clear intention and a purpose. You want to make sure that your reason has a clear intention and a purpose. The reason for my call is I'm following up on the agreement that I sent you on 
January 21st. Once again, as long as you always have a real, real clear, transparent reason why, they're going to communicate with you. Because you're going to be transparent, you're going to be clear on the reason why, you're going to have them circling back on the reasoning why you're following up with them. And all this will come to mind. All this is going to come back to them and the conversations that you had previously. And this is going to be great because this is what you want. You definitely want them to be in that zone where they're like, okay, I remember now. Okay, final mistake here. Last but not least, mistake number seven. This will be not leaving a message, not leaving a voice message when you call and you're making a follow-up call or a cold call. Most salespeople do, do this more than they don't do this. I don't want to leave a message because I'm going to sound desperate. I've called too many times and I already left a voicemail. I already left them two voice messages. I don't want to sound like I'm bugging them. I don't want to be a bug. Every time you make a follow-up call, every time you make a cold call, it's a must. Let me repeat this. It's a must you leave a voicemail or send a text. Let me tell you what happens here. Is customers are starting to... They're very, very smart now when it comes to sales, tactics, strategies, skills, all that stuff because Google's available for them now. YouTube's available for them. They're able to watch videos on sales tactics. They're able to hear podcasts like this on sales. So it's a must that when you call a customer, a client, or a prospect, and you're calling with your work number that you leave a voice message, they're going to see your number. And if you don't leave a message, there's a lot of things that are going to go through the mind. Let me talk a little bit further about this here. They're going to think in their mind, maybe it was, I wasn't even important to them for them to leave a message for me. Or maybe the call wasn't even important. Either one of those two, you don't want those to be happening. Definitely don't. So once again, you must leave a message there. Prepare a message that becomes natural and flows. A short message that you're just relaying your contact information. Be brief about the reason why you're calling. And that way they have your contact information and know why you're calling. And it could circle back to that reason. What you don't want, once again, is for the customer to see your number, your business name, or your name with no message. So once again, do not do this mistake. If you make your calls and making multiple calls... Leave a voice message, send a text, one or the other. Either way, you want to you want to leave your contact information. That's the reason for the call. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Sales Closer Society Podcast. I'm your host, yours truly, Ralph Boucher, also known as Sales Mentor. I really really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you have any questions or suggestions on future episodes please feel free to reach out to me on social platforms at become your best consulting or at byb sales mentor and if you could please be so kind to like subscribe and follow us 
it would be very much appreciated. Once again, thank you. Until the next time, peace and I love you all.